0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Celtic officials fly out to Spain to hold talks with Brendan Rodgers. Glenn Kamara comments on his Rangers future as Ryan Kent joins Fenerbahce and Stephen Robinson signs a new contract at St Mirren. I'm Andrew McLean. Joining me in the studio tonight is Mark Wilson. Well, no doubt where to start with the top story. It may be baking hot in Glasgow, but the heat has certainly been turned up in the pursuit of the new Celtic manager with reports that Michael Nicholson and Chris Mackay flew out by private jet to Mallorca to have face-to-face chat with Brendan Rodgers. Could this pursuit be coming to a close anytime soon? And like you said there, Andrew, plenty of speculation in the transfer front. Seems to be every time you open social media, Celtic or Rangers are being linked to a new player coming in. And also, just five days to go to Scotland kickstart their campaign once again with a doubleheader starting Norway on Saturday. Yeah, every day there seems to be, you would say, small developments when it comes to Celtic's hunt for a new manager. But this one that we've heard this morning is is big. Michael Nicholson, Chris Mackay, that's of course the, the CEO, Michael Nicholson of Celtic, the finance director, Chris Mackay, reports today uh, originating from Stephen McGowan in the, the Daily Mail that they've flown to Mallorca to hold talks with Brendan Rodgers. That's pretty serious It certainly is And You always feel that stories Don't get out um, Like this If people don't want them To get out And whether that's Testing the water Or with the Celtic fans I don't know But what is serious Is if you get your CEO And your finance director By private jet To visit someone Who has previously Been your manager So you already know him You've already sat Face to face with him You already know What his tactics are You already know What his style is You you know everything about the guy. You don't make that journey unless things have progressed further down the road. So that would lead me to think that this is getting closer and closer. Now, it's a big decision for Brendan Rodgers. I don't believe that Brendan Rodgers would have the audacity to say to both of them, well, come out and let's discuss things round dinner and turn round and say no. You would think things are progressed a wee bit further down the line. So this will be an interesting few days for Celtic. Uh and I think Celtic fans will be pretty happy that there are developments. Whether they're happy with Brendan Rodgers or not, I think they'll be happy that there's been developments. It's been one week since Ange Postecoglou went. I don't think anyone could uh, say that the Celtic board haven't acted quickly on this one. Well, Celtic fans, what do you make of that news? Do you think it will be Brendan Rodgers that will take over from Ange Postecoglou? Do you want to see him in the hot seat? Would you rather not because of the way it all ended last time? We want to hear from you. 01419511025. Rangers fans, we're going to hear some comments as well from Glenn Kamara talking about his future. Michael Beale was pretty open talking about what's coming next for Glenn Kamara. Last week, he was saying that either he thinks he'll stay for a considerable amount of time or that he'll leave this summer. Glenn Kamara's now has 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 had his say easy for me to say <laughs> uh, so we want to know what you think as well 0141 maybe you're a St Mirren fan out there and you're happy to hear the news that Stephen Robinson has signed a new deal through to 2026 we'd like to hear from you as well on 0141 951 1025 but I can already see the phone lines hotting up so let's go straight to those Terry is a Celtic fan in the south side Terry that big news this morning about Celtic you know, officials flying out to Mallorca to speak to Brendan Rodgers. What are your thoughts on it? Uh, I'm starting to come into the fact that out of the candidates, 
that have been linked with. I think he's the best man for the job. Um, I don't really know too much about the rest of them, but obviously he's proven the, a winner at Celtic already. I know a lot of Celtic fans are not happy where you left. Myself, personally, I thought it was a bit, um, bit shocking where you left us, but to be fair, when he left mid-season, we did, we still didn't play well that year. I mean, there's no guarantee he was going to be there for the 10 in a row anyway. He have left at the end of the season, and between my Andrews left. Who's all the guys that have been like me? Um, he's definitely my who I would like to go for. He knows the club, knows the ethos. Played good football, and I think he's obviously got a, he's got a, a bit of power when it comes to attracting some players as well. Yeah, there's an element of risk to any appointment, Mark, but the fact that Brendan Rodgers has already managed Celtic, he's proven that he can win trophies in Scotland, does that give him an edge, you would say, over other candidates who maybe don't know the Scottish League as uh, well as he does? Yeah, it gives him an edge, but I, th- I still think he has an edge over most candidates anyway. Because, I'll keep going back to it, there are levels to management game. You get absolute top-class managers who manage in the Premier League, who have achieved something in their career uh, You get the ones below that You get the ones who are up and coming who, You get the ones who are assistants Who are looking to go out and prove their, their selves On their own But there's no guarantee in that And you know the, Some of them all seem very attractive You know Say Maresca for instance Just won the Champions League Under Pep Guardiola Seems very attractive But him standing on his own two feet Might be a different proposition With Rodgers You know what you're getting you know you're getting a style of football that is attractive to most, um, possession-based. I think Terry hits nail on the head there where he says he's got a bit of pull when it comes to attracting players. I believe that. And you've got a winner. Um, nobody can take away what Brendan Rodgers did at Celtic when he came here first time round. Winning the treble. How can you talk what Ange Postecoglou's just done? Well, I tell you how. You can win a treble and be invincibles within that season. Now that's an incredible achievement European football Okay Took some batterings In the Champions League But look at the group That he got handed You look at him coming up Against Pep's Man City You know Tactically Matched him Drew a couple of games with him You know You have to take positives from that Went away to Anderlecht Won 3 now. So there is positives in there For all the negatives That people point to Brendan Rodgers And say Look at the way he left Well Who wouldn't he Ange Postecoglou's done very similar um, European football Not good enough but you're punching well up and he's still got results. So for me, he's the number one candidate. And, you know, I was quite pleased when I heard the news that both Nicholson and Mackay had flown out today because I, I thought realistically that must mean things are progressing pretty quickly. Terry, I think the, the word you used was shocking the way that Brendan Rogers left last time. We had some callers on last week that said they feared that if Brendan Rogers came back that... You know, every time a job came up in England, they would be worried about him leaving again in a similar fashion. Would that concern you? I think we'll try and clear that line up. I'm not quite sure what's what's happened, but that is it's a fear that many Celtic fans have said on the on the phones over the last week or so. Mark, can you see that point of view that you know whether? It is a reality or not That he would want to go back Down south again That certainly Some Celtic fans Would, would fear every single time A job came up That he, he might well, want to take An opportunity yeah. if, it, if it came 100%, up 100% And he will And that's the reality Of course he will And you know what Here's news for you Michael Beale will as well If Michael Beale does well enough And is successful enough For Rangers He'll be away as well It's where we are In the world of football Is it maybe different for him Because he turned down The Wolves job before he went to 
Rangers He had the chance for a Premier League job Turned that down And then went to Rangers That's where Rangers fans Well my may, opinion, Maybe feel a bit more Comfort potentially Well Listen My opinion only I believe Michael Beale Maybe had things in the working And he knew where he was going it, it, With the Rangers thing So But if he comes in And does well at Rangers Hold on You're not trying to tell me Michael Beale will be at Rangers For the next 10 years The landscape In English football Is Of a sort That they can just Cherry pick Whoever they want out our division Now Okay If it's maybe A team language in at the bottom Of the Premier League Then of course Celtic Rangers managers Would have to think about that But when you're talking Top half of that table It's a big decision And we've seen in recent years Steven Gerrard Brendan Rodgers And Ange Postacoglu All leaving the club At a whim You know Just easy as that So If the fear is Brendan Rodgers Will do it again Well Just get used to it Because he will do it again But if he does do it again I means he succeeded at Celtic. Terry, I think we've got you back now. What are your thoughts on that? Just, just, just agree with what Mark says. I think the, the, the problem is when managers come up for England to play to, to, to Scotland, the best you can do is what Ange and what Brendan's done already. When they travel, there's not as much money you can actually do in Scottish football. So obviously, there's always going to be that element where as soon as a big club comes in, if you're down south and let's be honest, money talks in this game. So they're going to, they're going to jump. But that, where would you rather do? Would you rather a manager's going to come up? Be mediocre and be here for three or four years and no win trophies, or would you rather a manager's going to come and be successful? And my point of view, Brendan Rodgers was a successful manager. He knows the club, he knows where the fans are, right, he left the way he did. But again, I started to come in a wee bit because look at Ange. Ange was, gave us the fist pump, they all here for the long term and all the rest of it. All right, the only difference being they left at the end of the season, one of the treble. But the year Brendan Rodgers left, we still did it. Brick Neil Lennon brought the treble him that year, and there was no guarantee Brendan Rodgers was going to be here for the tenor. A lot of fans. I've got that hatred in their mouth because of it happened. There's no guarantee he was going to be here because, let's be honest, he may have went to somewhere else. He may have not been lesser, could have been somebody else. Um, but me personally, bring him, come back here, beat Rangers a couple of times next year, bring him to Ebbo, MDML in Europe, and all be forgotten in my eyes. Yeah, I mean, that is the nature of football, Mark, that if you're winning games and winning trophies, a lot of the time, everything else sort of just fades into the background, doesn't it? Yeah, that's, that's all that matters. And... Uh, if you're a good communicator as well Then things are quickly forgotten Brendan Rodgers, very good speaker um, You know Probably wouldn't strike the same chord as Ange Postacoglu Because he was exceptional With his communication skills But Brendan Rodgers, very good So I tend to think if it was him If he came in If he gave a pretty strong press conference Addressed a lot of issues About what went on in the past Then the Celtic fans would move with that Coupled with success Then of course Things would be forgotten about if you've got the chief executive of the football club and the finance director of the football club specifically flying over to Mallorca where I believe Brendan Rodgers has a home, it's it's a big move from them, isn't it? That's, Unless they're on a stag do or something <laughs> that we don't know about. It's hugely uh, unlikely that they would begin over just to begin talks, Andrew. I mean, have you ever heard of that? Um, you know, sound a, sound a manager like Brendan Rodgers out. Like I said before, these are two guys... Who know Brendan Rodgers Who've been in the company of Brendan Rodgers Who know him inside out Been at the club um, Know his character Do you think they would fly out there Or Brendan Rodgers would have them fly out there If things weren't at a, a Probably critical stage in the deal No I don't think they would I don't think either party would take that on So how quickly it moves from here on in I'm not too sure But if you're a Celtic fan You've got to be optimistic that something's coming yeah, there were plenty of suggestions last week that you know Brendan Rodgers had said that he 
wanted to take a year out from football after leaving Leicester and he wasn't really interested in taking any jobs at the moment could that really be a mission from Celtic officials to go over and you know persuade them to say look this is the opportunity you you should be taking right now instead of taking a year out why don't you come back to Celtic Park look what happened when you were well, here last time if that is the case then I think that would be an issue because the Celtic board shouldn't be trying to persuade anybody to either choose between a holiday or come to manage the club So um, I think Brendan Rodgers Understands The size of this football club He understands The fan base And how passionate they are And you don't get many opportunities Never mind twice To manage a club like Celtic So There might be some clubs That he would hold out And want a year's holiday with But I don't think Celtic would be one of them Well thank you to Terry Let's go to Robbie Who's in Falkirk Simple question for you Robbie Would you want Brendan Rodgers Back as Celtic manager? Yeah, good evening panel. Yeah, I would, yeah. Uh, I wouldn't hold any grudges. Um, I think maybe part of the reason why he would want to come back was the, the, the upheaval among the fan base when it, how he did originally leave. I don't know, obviously that'll not be 100% why he would come back, but I think it would be a slight percentage in his thinking, you know, to make up for, you know, leaving... You know, in February 2019, he joined Leicester. And no, a lot of the fans no uh, happy because they never completed the season out. You know, he just he just left at 3 a.m. in the morning, at 3 a.m. You know, as some people like to say. I've just got a wee bit of breaking news for you. Um, I would take it as sort of kind of a half serious and a half pinch of salt as that. I am um, one of the Celtic uh, websites has picked up. And the, the heading of the article is Celtic manager update as Rogers jets into London for, for Desmond meeting. Now, initially, initially, the first two or three paragraphs, it does cover what you've said, um, you know, Michael Nicholson and uh, Chris Mackay jetting out to Mallorca. And it does say, and now this evening, it has now been reported that Rogers has flown into London tonight for a meeting with, with majority shareholder Dermot Desmond to seal the deal. Now, that's coming off of one of the websites, uh, Celtic News Now, which picks up all, all the all the articles Celtic-related, which is uh, like the Daily Record, the Sun, the Mail, and all the Celtic fan media uh, websites come through in that as well. So it's called Celtic News Now, and that's uh, Champion 67. So they're reporting that. Yeah, but I'll be honest, I haven't seen those reports at the moment. Mark, I'll go and search them out and see what the sort of <laughs> original. Advert, though, for the, the website. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, certainly, you know, the original reports say that Derbert Desmond remains a big fan of Brendan Rodgers and that there are talks set for later in the week or this week at some point following the talks that took place on yeah. Saturday. So it, it really seems to be a case that Brendan Rodgers is, is weighing up the, the pros and cons, really, of whether he wants to return to Celtic or not. So. That, so you would expect there will be further talks at some point Whether Robbie is correct and Brendan Rodgers is flying into London now Or whether he's going to take a bit of time over it You would expect that there will be further talks at some point And then yeah, it goes from there because it's, not going to, it's never going to be straightforward this one Because Brendan Rodgers Remember when Brendan Rodgers was, was just about to leave the club And none of us knew that of course But there was always rumours uh, you know, what was going on behind closed doors with Brendan Rodgers, the pull that he had or wanted to have and maybe the reins were put on him a wee bit, how he wanted to really push Celtic to the next level in the Champions League, which of course meant bigger spending and maybe didn't always get that. Now I believe Brendan Rodgers, if he had to take the job, would want assurances. Ange Postacoglu had a fair grip on the football club when he was there because of the state he found it in. And you know what? That model worked. It worked well. Maybe Brendan Rodgers will want assurances that he's got similar control. Uh, and of course, like any manager, he'll want to know 
what the remit is and what the budget is that he's been given to transform this team probably into his, his own rather than Postacoglu's side. Robbie, are you confident that if Brendan Rodgers does return that he can continue the success that Ange Postacoglu found? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I think the Rangers fans, you know, they were, they were just uh, sick of Ange here, you know, wanting, wanting to get rid of Ange now. Brent, the other man that's uh, done well against them, uh, you know, four years ago, you know, it was 2016, 17 and 17, 18 and 19. So, I mean, there was a double treble there. So, it's not looking good for, uh, for for their hopes that we're going to get in some sort of dud if uh, Brendan Rodgers comes in. I would just like to say I would like also the Bodo Gunt manager, Knutson. He sounds like a good one. Um, Mareska, um, I think he's getting interviewed for the Leicester job, which I hope he gets because I don't want him anywhere near Celtic. He's just too inexperienced. Um, and Leeds are apparently um, holding... An interview with that is it Daniel Daniel Fark or something like that. Farker, yeah, the uh, yeah, former yeah, Norwich so manager. I don't want him either. I would either want Brendan Rodgers or the Bodo Gaunt manager, Knutson. Um, he would be a great, great appointment. Either one of the two, I would be happy. Um, and I'm just not too sure if, if it is Brendan Rodgers and, and it is getting into London for Brent, obviously. And Dermot Desmond would want to see uh, Rodgers the deal getting sealed quite quickly because you didn't want anybody else speaking to Rodgers or somebody else coming in and nip him off the Celtic. So there might be something in that, even though it's only a Celtic fan uh, media website that's picked it up, there might be something in that that I'm getting into London tonight. Man. I hope so, but if it doesn't come off with Rodgers, I would definitely go with Newton. Well, I'll tell you what, Robbie is certainly across his Celtic news. He's been doing his research there. He's he's mentioned a few. Enzo Maresca, who, I mean, he only had 14 games in charge of Parma. He's saying he's not too much of a fan of him. There's Ketil Knutson, who has had talks with Ajax recently. It looks as if that's not going to happen. He's a name that keeps coming up as well. Yeah. Uh, you know, you think if it's not happening at Ajax, why? You know, did he not like what he heard there? Or is he just want to stay put? Um, again, Knutson, it's more of a gamble than Rogers, definitely. If you, you offered me all the names on the list, then there's one that you know has had success and probably will bring success again, that's Rogers. The others, who knows? They could turn out to be better than Postacoglu, better than Rogers, or it could go the other way. It could turn out to be a disaster and give Michael Beale and this Rangers team a huge lift at the start of the season. We're speaking hypothetically here, but if Brendan Rogers is the, the number one candidate that Celtic want, how important is it that they have other options there? Because we saw it two years ago when the Eddie Howe deal fell through. It was only a matter of hours, really, that the name Ange Postacoglu came up. Yeah. And, you know, out of nowhere, and all of a sudden, you know, a few days later, that was it. He was he was going to be the next Celtic manager. How important is it that the Celtic board, the Celtic officials, aren't putting all their eggs in one basket? Well, of course, they, they'll know that, Andrew. They've done it before. They've done it many times before. Um, Eddie Howe was the most publicised one that went south, but I'm pretty sure that they would would have been in a position before where they've had a list of names, then they narrow it down to a, a group of three, they'll speak to those managers and then choose whoever from there and hope they accept. So this Celtic board, along with Peter Lowell returning to the club in the, the chairman capacity, is hugely experienced. They will not be putting all their eggs in, in one basket with, with Brendan Rodgers. They'll have other names, probably sounded out other managers as well and spoke to them. But no doubt for me, if you're jetting out to Spain and if uh, was it Robbie's reports there are to believe that Rogers is jetting the other way everybody's jetting everywhere it's <laughs> holiday time then it looks like this one 
you know, it's further down the line than Maresca or whoever else, Knutson or whoever else. Well, that was Robbie, and it could be you next if you give us a call on 01419511025. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson here with me, Andrew McLean, on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard, and it has been all things Brendan Rodgers so far with the reports that Michael Nicholson and Chris Mackay from Celtic had flown over at the weekend to have talks with Brendan Rodgers about filling their managerial vacancy. So if you've got any thoughts on that, give us a call on 01419511025, or if you want to change the subject up, we don't mind that at all as well, 0141. 951-1025 It's a busy night on the phones though So we will go back to them Next up is Peter Who's in Torquay Peter, Brendan Rogers, How are you feeling about a potential return for him? Uh, Andrew, uh, Mark Thank you for having me on No problem um, uh, in, Initially um, I wasn't too keen on the idea And then I began to have a good think about it um, Just just some in terms of what has been talked about earlier on uh, these managers uh, coming up to Scotland, you know, having a good couple of seasons and then going back to England, uh, talking about Beale and Rogers, etc. I think it's important to remember that Rogers uh, managed Liverpool, and I think even if Rogers hadn't got the Celtic job the last time, I think he would have eventually got another Premiership job anyway. So I think when Rogers initially came to Celtic the last time, I think his heart was in it. His, his family, he's got a lot of family or Celtic supporters, and I don't think it was just a job or just money. I think it was an affair of the heart. So I was thinking about it, I thought, okay, um, I'm not sure about the circumstances that he left under the last time. It appeared to be as if he had just jumped jumped ship. But sometimes as fans, we don't really know what's going on behind the scenes, Um, wondering if there was any issues about spending money, anything about transfer money. Um, I'm not sure I I don't know Because as fans we don't know I certainly remember I'll let you back in Peter I certainly remember Towards the end of Brendan Rodgers' reign There were a couple of times He came out publicly I remember speaking to him Post-match at a game At Celtic Park Where we'd asked him about You know the potential signing Of Marion Schved And Brendan Rodgers Essentially said Well we don't need him We've got a million wingers yeah. Which you know, managers don't tend to come out publicly and talk talk out against signings that their club are making. So th- there was maybe some signs there that that all wasn't there, or, or potentially oh. I'm looking too much in. No, without doubt, Andrew, there was clearly a, a bit of unrest of how things were getting done in the transfer market. How maybe the club were signing players for different purposes than an instant impact. And I think Brendan Rodgers wanted an instant impact in his team to get better. And particularly in Europe And not have a A squad filled with project players to sell on I think that was a stumbling block And maybe what Peter there's touching on Behind the scenes stuff When Leicester approached him That just gave him the The bit of life that he needed to To go and maybe try something different Because he knew he wasn't getting anywhere quick Or he couldn't develop this Celtic team into what he wanted it to be. Whether that's different this time round, I've no idea. I mean, Ange Postacoglu, he didn't have full autonomy, but certainly when you look at his record on the transfer market, a lot of those signings had his fingerprints all over them. There were players he knew very well from parts of the world. He knows very well. And you wonder whether, you know, those will be part of the discussions that, you know, Michael Nicholson and Brendan Rodgers will be having is just how much of a say Brendan Rodgers would be having in, in terms of recruitment and, and yeah. things like that. Well, Nicholson and, uh, and Postacoglu work closely on things and Nicholson seemed to be what more lenient than, let's say, Peter Lawwell was with, with things at the club. Um, 
and a different strategy in place. Now that worked. It's worked tremendously well. Obviously, Brendan Rodgers will have a different area that that he'll be identifying players from, and it's what the market value is there. You know, Ange Postecoglou was quite clever when he tapped into the Japanese market, got these quality players for cut prices. Whether Rodgers is shopping in the same sort of territory, I'm not so sure. So that's the idea of all these meetings. I don't think it'll be to discuss his personal terms. I think that's pretty simple when you're a 50-year-old manager who knows where you are in the game. Um, I think it'll be to see what direction the club can go in and how far Rodgers can push this club um, in comparison to the last time when he left. Yeah, Peter, you said you weren't sure at the start when he was first being linked, but now on reflection, you would maybe give him the benefit of the doubt just given, you know, the circumstances he left, yeah. you're saying you, you don't fully yeah. know what they would have been behind yeah. the scenes. I, th- I think oh, I'm a huge Celtic fan, and obviously, like all Celtic fans, you know, when, when something like that happens, there's a lot of emotion flying about. And then you begin to think about it, think, okay, what about this? What about that? And then, my, my, I mean, my, initially, my first choice was Knutz and uh, the Bodo Glimp manager, because what they did to Celtic was just, you know, they, just, they basically destroyed us, this provincial Norwegian. So I thought, this guy. Must be some manager. So initially, I was thinking, but, but I'm thinking we need somebody who knows the who knows the footprint of the club. We need. So I think I think Rogers does care. And the more I think about it, he knows the club. He knows the players. He knows all the executive team. You know, he knows the backrooms. We, and we need. We we cannot afford to bring someone in who's just starting afresh who doesn't really. We, we because Ranger they're going to be strengthened. I mean, Peter, it happened with Ange Postecoglou. He came in. He came from a completely different part of the world. He didn't have any links with Celtic at all, really, or any of the players. And he came in and he was a success. So, is it vital know, that it needs what? to be someone with with a sort of link to the club? Yeah, yeah, and I'll tell you why I think so. Um, I, I loved Big Ange I thought he was great but I was a bit concerned how we weren't shutting the back door in Europe we were getting thumped by a couple of clubs and that's got to be that's got to be the people next said step. that about Brendan Rodgers in Europe though didn't he in his, in his spell well Brendan Rodgers uh, held Man City twice at home and, home and away to beat Anderlecht to Brighton. Brendan Rodgers wasn't all it wasn't all bad in Europe you know he could he was also an invincible albeit you know against a, a Rangers team that was just re-emerging but I think I think these are things that maybe the Rogers will be talking to with the executive team. The evolution of the club, where we go, where where the weaknesses lie, and where we need to strengthen. Personally, I think you know there's no point in beating all the provincial clubs in Scotland if you can't hold your own. At least to have a little bit of an impact in Europe, and that's got to be the next step. And I would have thought that Rogers was probably talking to them. I would like to think that Rogers was talking to them about these things. Yeah, it's quite funny because the, the conversation we would have been having this summer about Ange Postacoglu if he had stayed at Celtic was the next thing he needs to do as Celtic manager is make that impact in Europe. If Brendan Rodgers is appointed Celtic manager, is that the exact same conversation we're going to end up having yeah. about Brendan Rodgers? Oh, it is. It's, it's how high the Celtic fans and Rangers fans for that hold uh, the Champions League in European football. You know, quite right to hold on to the past where... Celtic were obviously a great side in Europe um, and then even in the Martin O'Neill years you know punched above their weight and done really well listen even the teams I played in we progressed to the last 16 twice and I don't know how that happened when you've seen some of the, the teams we come up against but we did it I thought you were going to say some of the right backs that were playing for you at the time <laughs> I was playing left back at that time Andrew <laughs> um, you know and even Ranger that period but there's been a, a long gap Neil Lennon of course did it and that's the last thing so it's right when we get these elite managers up here I suppose it is only right to say well they can conquer 
in, in the Premiership here No problem at all But why are they not getting it right in Europe Where Neil Lennon and Gordon Strachan and Martin O'Neill did It's got to be the next stage And listen, that's not just from a fan's point of view I'm sure the managers themselves I'm sure Brendan Rodgers before he left Would have been planning how he did better In the Champions League with Celtic when it came about I'm sure Ange Postacoglu At the minute would have had thoughts Of how he could progress before this Tottenham thing comes up So it's always the next step It's getting there Of course it's a difficult thing Thank you to Peter Next up is Alan In the city centre Alan how are you feeling About a potential return For Brendan Rodgers I think it's a terrible move For Celtic To be honest with you I think Personally That His success At Celtic The first time round As much as it's undeniable I think it's very overrated What a lot of people Seem to forget Is the season before that Rangers were still playing in the Championship. So Rangers had just came back into the Scottish Prem on uh, Brendan Rodgers' first season in charge. They were never going to mount a serious challenge the first couple of seasons. So as much as he's had all this domestic success, I just personally don't... I think it's completely overrated. I'm just wondering what the panel think about that. Mark, Rangers obviously weren't as strong, you'd say, as they are now when Brendan Rodgers first took over. As Alan says, they were just up from the Championship. But... To go a full league season unbeaten To win both cups Have an invincible treble You're not just beating Rangers And going unbeaten against them You're doing it against every other team in the country yeah. Essentially it's it's still a big feat isn't it? Uh, well of course it is And I think it was an incredible achievement But for the balance of the argument Listen, Alan is correct If he's comparing Rangers then to Rangers now Of course the Rangers team at the minute Is better than what Brendan Rodgers faced Um and it probably will get stronger You've got to say with some of the signings And what Michael Beale is talking about You you would think that they would get stronger So it's a bigger challenge No doubt about it But you can't diminish What Brendan Rodgers did when he came to Glasgow um, The fanfare that he arrived to And then backed it up I mean even some of the Champions League nights Again people always use the, the big defeats As a stick to beat them against PSG And Barcelona And oh look at that's humiliating well, humiliating against best players who have ever kicked a ball. Let's let's be honest about that. But there was still a lot of good in there. Um, and I think he is a manager who would want to get better as well. I don't think he's a manager that would stand still. So Alan's got a point in terms of what he'll be facing this time round compared to what he faced. But I don't think they're overrated. I don't think you can get a double treble and set the team up for another uh, treble before you leave. Uh, without being a top manager Alan he's since gone down to Leicester He had two fifth place finishes with them Which is very impressive He's he's won an FA Cup Does that not do it for you? Well not particularly I think obviously Leicester have just been relegated I know he left with like 10 games to go or thereabouts But the, the start they had to the season Was pretty much woeful And they did have a decent squad of players They had the, should have had a squad of players Where they were finishing mid-table I, I think and they just, I don't know if, the, if there was something going on in the dressing room that maybe the players weren't playing for them, but they had some big name players in their team James Madison's, Jamie Vardy's, Tillman's, and they just they just couldn't perform. I, I just don't think that's a good move for Celtic, getting Brendan Rodgers back, and obviously the way that he left the last time. So, um, as far as I was concerned, Brendan Rodgers was a self proclaimed lifelong Celtic fan. Now, if I was a if I was Brendan Rodgers and I was true to my word, eight and a half seasons into chasing ten in a row, Leicester are a mid-range team. They're not top of the table. So, if a mid-range team came to me halfway through the season when I'm 
chasing another 18 months, I would be a Celtic legend all my days, having got 10 in a row. I definitely wouldn't have left the club to go to Leicester, no matter if my wages were doubled or trebled. Well, Alan, Alan, you're speaking from the pr- perspective of a fan who's supported the club their full life. And if Brendan Rodgers said that, well, who's to say he didn't mean it? But Brendan Rodgers did what was, from a professional's point of view, going to the biggest league in the world with a huge budget to manage a team who had just won the league, was it three years or four years previous? So a realistic budget um, and chance of sustaining that challenge at the top end of the table, which he finished fifth, like you said, a couple of times and won the FA Cup. That's the difference from... Your average Celtic fan who says, I cannot believe he left. Why would Ange Postacoglu leave? Celtic's the greatest place in the world. It might be if you're paying your season ticket and going along and you're a lifelong supporter. But these guys are professional in the football world and they want to get to the top. And the English Premier League is the top league. Unfortunately for us, it's an hour and a half down the road across the border. But that's just the reality of where we are. Alan, I'm speaking hypothetically here, but if Brendan Rodgers does get the job, would you f- find it hard to back him as Celtic manager just given the way he left and your feelings towards it? Personally, I would. I, I know what Mark Wilson's saying. The guy is a professional. It's his job at the end of the day. But I feel like when he was winning games, he always held his ten fingers up. And that was to me and a lot of other Celtic fans, him saying, that's us, we're, we're hitting ten in a row here. And it just... To leave us halfway through the season, I don't have a problem with Ange Postecoglou going. I'm disappointed that he is away, but I, I, I can see why he he's not he's not even for Scotland. Do you know what I mean? Or he's not, nothing. He's got no background ties with Celtic. So, so I what, just think Alan, what, what have they left? When was it he left? Did they leave in March or something like that? February, March, February 2019. What, what, I think it was. February. what, what if he did? What if he done what Ange Postecoglou did and and completed that season? Celtic were going to win the, the treble anyway you, You've got to say it I know there was a bit of work to be done But it was all on to do it What if he left in June Like Ange Postecoglou Would the feeling be different? Oh, absolutely Absolutely Because I think he would have allowed Celtic Time to get a decent uh, Another manager in Because quite frankly I don't think Neil Lennon was a guy for the job The but same time Celtic that's went on boards. to win another two uh, yeah, treble but, I mean that treble was completed They won another treble after that Did but, he not leave Celtic in a very good position now? He, he did Andrew But that that's down to the board then the board brought Neil Lennon in And I think Neil Lennon should have been thanked For coming in and taking the job overnight And finishing the job But the board, remember, at Hamden Made the decision after the cup final was won To hand Neil Lennon the job That's not down to Brendan Rodgers He left the club in a good position Whatever happened after that Isn't on his watch Well thank you to Alan It's time to go to a break But you can give us a call on 01419511025 01419511025 is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Into the final part on a busy night on Clyde One Super Scoreboard Time to get involved as well 01419511025 But let's go straight back to the phones Howard is a Celtic fan in the Gorbals Howard, you've heard the thoughts of your fellow Celtic fans on the potential return of Brendan Rodgers Would you like to see it happen? Um, All I would say is I'm maybe too logical or I've got sunstroke It's either one or the other You can't look back It's the here and now And I just see the jigsaw puzzle That could be made You get Brendan Rodgers back You go down to Fleetwood Or you phone Scott Brown And you ask him Would you like to come back to be his number two I think that would mean 
Ange can get John Kennedy, Gavin Strachan, also the money. I think the money is there that would make Brendan Rodgers say, well, we're right in the Champions League now. We don't need to qualify. There is money to spend. God, if Jeremy Frimpong and Kieran Tierney go, there's even more money to spend. I just think it's the right time now for him to come back, unfinished business, and maybe just get the other side of the city a little bit nervous. Well, look, Howard's got the, the jigsaw puzzle yeah. all laid out there. We'll, we'll sort of go through it. First of all, could you see Scott Brown, who is now a manager in his own right, stepping down from that and accepting being a number two? I know we're speaking very uh, hypothetically in a few moves down the line here. yeah, I could. For the size of the club and what Celtic means to him. Um, I think he's... You know, experience is great. He's stood on his own two feet there and he'll no doubt want to be a manager. However, if an opportunity like that was presented to Scott Brown, then it's it's a progression to actually the main job at Celtic Park, which lots of people have got me marked for, whether that's right or wrong, I don't know. Um, and what Howard says here, listen, that makes perfect sense. It does open up conversations and opens the way for others to leave, for others to come in. I mean, Brendan the thing Rogers, is, as it stands, two, Celtic... Seem very keen on keeping John Kennedy Well of very course keen. they would I mean Of course he's an outstanding coach You know for the continuity And everything that comes with, with John Then of course they'd want to keep him Chris Davies uh, Allegedly linked with his Swansea job I'm sure So that might mean Brendan Rodgers Is in the market For a number two And we all know the relationship He had with Scott Brown You know one of the first uh, players Or the first player should I say He met with He took him out to his house For dinner and explained to him his vision of the club first time around. So we all know what that um, led to. You would think he would want surrounded with people he knew. So interesting times ahead, but we're getting ahead of ourselves here. You know, Brendan Rodgers only still in talks. But you could see it happening, what Howard suggested. Yeah, Howard, a lot of fans, we've heard from them tonight. We've heard from them last week on the phones as well. Wary over the way that Brendan Rodgers exited the club last time out. Is that a concern for you? Is, is there a worry that something like that would happen again? Yeah, not at all. No concern at all. At the end of the day, there was murmurings at the time that Celtic weren't willing to go that extra step to give them the money to compete in Europe. This time, I think Brendan Rodgers has kind of got the cards in his favour. And I think if Celtic offer, it's not what he's making, because I think Celtic will offer him a good salary. But if Celtic give him, say, even around about £20 million, I think he could really do something special in Europe. Well, maybe. Uh, you look at Brendan Rodgers' past signings. Now, a lot of them, I suppose, weren't good, but he had some real big ones that were a huge success. You only have to look at Dembele, Sinclair and Cham, Edward. You know, huge successes. So he knows a player. If he gets the right, you know, back in uh, the first quarter, Terry highlighted that he is the type of manager that's got that pull. We used to always say about Steven Gerrard when he came to Rangers that he had that pull, that kind of stardust that he could sprinkle on players and they would buy into him. Rodgers was the same first time around. I think Martin O'Neill had it when he was at Celtic. Um, Postacoglu shopped in a totally different market where he got the players that he knew. Nobody else knew. He knew. But those players knew him and bought into him. So you need that when you're a manager of these big clubs And I think Rodgers, with the right transfer batting Could get that things over the line quickly But how many would he need to replace? You know, how many would he need to upgrade this Celtic team? 
chatted all season how good this side are. Um, maybe his biggest job is keeping some of those, not bringing players through the door if he takes this job on. Yeah, is that a, a, a concern for you at all, Howard, in terms of you know a lot of the players are there because of their relationship with Ange Postecoglou, bringing them over from whether it's Japan or, or South Korea. There's the Australian link with Aaron Moy as well. That you know, if another manager comes in that doesn't have that link with those players that they may want to look elsewhere? It's, it's exactly what Mark said. He's kind of get that Midas touch. I think that, you know, the Japanese players would look and say, oh, you know, this guy really is kind of big name. I don't think that would be the problem. I think the biggest thing is, is there that little bit in Brendan Rogers that says, you know something, unfinished business. And that's the thing that's going to bring him back. I suppose that unfinished business would... Only be in Europe really Because he won everything You can win in Scotland domestically He won it unbeaten So he has done it all It would be a case of what Brendan Rodgers feels He has left to achieve at Celtic Would that be either coming back And you know Winning a a treble Or winning trophies In a more competitive environment As well as the European football on top of that I I think it would be I think domestically He would actually He's the type of character Would actually look to better What Postacoglu's you know, we're chatting not so long ago about points records and record goals scored by the Celtic side. That's a challenge for anybody who walks through the door at Celtic Park to try and match that or better it. But of course, European football, making a real mark in the group stage. And if you don't progress out the group stage in the Champions League, then falling into the Europa League and trying to progress from there. We've seen the Europa League what kind of wonderful things it can do for you. And you look at Rangers two seasons ago. If Rangers can do it two seasons ago, then Brendan Rodgers or any other manager coming into Celtic must think that's a realistic possibility. So, of course, European football at a club like Celtic is paramount that you do well. And if you fail, it's often held against you for a long time. Well, thank you to Howard. That's all we've got time for on the phones. One subject I did want to touch on before the end of the show is... Glenn Kamara at Rangers There were quotes from Michael Beale last week Saying he's either going to be here for a considerable uh, period of time Or will probably sell him this summer Glenn Kamara has been speaking today to a Finnish podcast uh, Polo Kerho And this is what he made of the comments made by Michael Beale I mean we've had conversations prior A couple months ago already So um, not too surprised with those comments at all to be honest So We've had conversations a couple months ago, so I feel like I know where I'm at in my head and he knows where I'm at in, in my head too. Listen, I'm not going to say anything. Um, time will tell, I guess. I'd say maybe the last couple months I, I didn't play at all. Um, literally didn't yeah. play at all. Um, but yeah, these could have led from the conversations we had. Um, so I'll leave it at that. Yeah, Glenn Kamara not opening up too much there on the comments but you know people will read into that type of thing him saying that the fact he hasn't played too much over the last couple of months maybe stems from the conversations he had with Michael Beale I saw reports in the Herald today that Rangers would be willing to listen to offers of £5 million for Glenn Kamara with you know the the midfield that Michael Beale has assembled he's brought in Todd Cantwell Nicholas Raskin Kieran Dowell looks like Jose Sifuentes is going to come in potentially from LAFC Ryan Jack's still there John Lundstrom's still there is there a future for Glenn Kamara at Rangers? Uh, me personally no I don't think so I think players when speaking riddles like we've just heard from Kamara is I'm trying to be polite and respectful to the club because they're still under contract I, I think that's him basically saying that I've not played you know we've had 
discussions It's going nowhere um, Big talking point is £5 million Who's going to pay £5 million for a player Who hasn't played for a couple of months Who's sat on the bench and struggled to get on the side Maybe a couple of years ago People would have paid upwards of £5 million I think Rangers would struggle for that But I think Kamara will be gone this summer It's interesting to see the way his career has gone recently Certainly because I remember Andy Halliday standing in this studio I think it was just before Michael Beale had been officially announced as the new Rangers manager and he said that the one player he felt would benefit the most from Michael Beale's return was Glenn Kamara because he said mm. he was his favourite player in amazing. his first spell and, and now he can't get a look in Well it's amazing you know the, the role of a coach to the role of a manager maybe Michael Beale just spent that wee bit more time with Kamara um, as a coach and you know put specific ideas into his head very different role when you become manager and you're the one that has to pick the starting eleven, and Kamara's been left out all too often, which, in my opinion, tells you that Beal will look to move him on in the summer. Well, unfortunately, that is all we've got time for. We definitely could have stayed on a lot longer tonight. However, I will be back tomorrow night with Gordon DL, so make sure to join us because this story regarding Brendan Rodgers certainly has legs, and I'm sure a lot of you have opinions on it out there. So make sure to join us and join the conversation, whether it's on the phones or on Twitter but stay right there because Callum Gallagher's up next and you'll love this Mark he's got a chance to win tickets for S Club up Brilliant. next